0: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere you rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice, and work. Now, I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort. And who doesn't prefer things that are easy? Well, the first step, my friends, can be very easy, and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view, which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now, exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will, however, begin to look at things with more peace, understanding, and patience, while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life. Now, before we go any further, I'm no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I have, however, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years. And to be honest, I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that, among other things, required me to look at my mental health responsibly. So whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it, it doesn't matter. Maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips, tricks, and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life. Pull up a seat, kick up your feet. This is your family, man. Welcome home, no judgment zone. This week's episode, episode 505. Pyramid scheme. Let's go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of the Medicine Ball Podcast. Man, real quick, I just want to let you know if you like what I'm wearing here, if you like the Medicine Ball merch, whether it be my website, my Instagram, and I'm um slowly adding it to YouTube. This is for those who are viewing it on YouTube, right? You can uh, definitely support me. I have uh, different color schemes that I'm coming out with, and I'm gonna do seasons. So uh, I mentioned pre- previously, my brother's really like savvy with shoes and he does his thing shout out to nick's 3d kicks um but he's gonna help me try to launch some of this merch with logo placement and different colors so if you like it go support it you can go check it out at www.medicineballls3.com um the wisdom app please i'm trying to integrate that more It's an app that I've been talking about for maybe if you've been following me the entire time, probably about two years since they first made me the offer and then the launching of the app then the beta, etc, etc. But it's turning out to be something very good because it allows me to answer the questions that you guys asked me uh relevant questions whether it be mental health personal questions music questions anything uh please go check out the wisdom app i always post that in the descriptions in the links as well as on my social medias following off of that i'm gonna go ahead and shout them out right because uh this is where i want to start building one of the communities the fabulous app go google it go check it out it's an app that helps you to establish habits patterns routines and just change some things up and it also holds you accountable within the app they have circles and communities where you can join up and chat with people who are using the app as well so I think I have five free guest passes for a 30-day trial the app is something like $30 a year side note invest in yourself man you can't be cheap when it comes to yourself right invest in yourself but I do have five free passes that are for a 30-day trial if you want to uh utilize those passes the first five people that email me contact me on my facebook or instagram at medicine ball ls3 or under mambas first five people i'm going to give you those uh passes and kind of quarterback getting those to you but uh it's a dope app as well and i wanted to shout that out because you know being that this season is about self-development i think it's important that we uh focus on our habits patterns routines and kind of lock in more into how we work and how the brain works and what science says all right social media I just mentioned that YouTube I have three episodes that are fully edited and they're private and they are on the channel I see I'm getting more subscriber I'm doing more shorts shout out to y'all it is a uh it's a job man you know what I mean it's tedious but uh I always come at it and I thank God you know, that I have the opportunity to help anybody to talk to people and, uh, you know, make myself useful for his kingdom in any way. So it's coming along, chopping wood. That's one thing that I'll always say. I'm continuing to do that. And uh, yeah, expect more with that. Piggybacking off of that, right? I think it's important as I'm talking about this self-development thing that I make it very, very clear from, and it's on my spirit to do that because I'm always studying and looking to, you know, peeper for, spiritual guidance and just holding myself accountable but I think it's very important that when I speak on self-development and me specifically being a believer that I I make it very clear that we're full of sin right we're never going to be perfect we're never even going to be good from that aspect of earning our way into heaven I want to make that very clear the only reason that I have any good in me and that you have any good in you is the sacrifice and this is my belief of Jesus Christ right so I just want to make that clear because I try to walk a very very fine line when it comes to spirituality and this self-development thing and not being arrogant and not giving myself the glory and not being like hey these are all my strategies no it's the trials that i go through the diligence the prayer the focus the studying of the bible i'm in bible study now that allows me to use my talents that he has given me to just you know put myself out there on a bigger platform so it was very very important to me to make that clear and that goes into this week's episode, Pyramid Scheme. Understand it, right? (laughs) So, even with that being said, um, I'll use Kyrie, Kevin Samuels, Kanye, people of that nature. I think when you have a voice or a platform and you may be intellectually inclined or a little bit more intelligent than the masses, and I mean this in a humbly way, like, it's important that you know your audience, right? And it's important that Just because you understand something in a complex way, that doesn't mean that your audience is responsible for that. It's your responsibility to break it down in multiple ways. Now, a big part of this, I believe, comes from leadership opportunities or coaching opportunities. And when I say coaching, I mean like whether it be life coaching or like coaching a team, right? Or maybe leading in the military. Uh, I think a lot of that comes from those opportunities and being successful at it and from that and as we talk about self-development when i came into this episode i was uh gonna discuss bloom's taxonomy right <laughs> and it was one of my frat brothers who kind of put me onto uh google listening to me i ain't even say nothing on bloom but it's basically like a pyramid or a ranking of the levels of comprehension, right? And I'm gonna go through it real real quick because I decided that I'm not gonna get too complex into it because I gotta know my audience. So the first level is to remember. The second level is to understand. The third level is to be able to apply the fourth level is to be able to analyze. The fifth level is to be able to evaluate and the sixth level and the highest level is to be able to create. Right? So Y'all can go look that up. Y'all can pause. Y'all can rewind it if y'all want to hear those. But that's where it started. Um, Now, when it comes to leadership and you having a platform or you deciphering information to an audience, man, one thing that I believe is like a hard cutoff when it comes to these levels is the ability to explain what you understand in a way that somebody who's never seen it and doesn't even know the definitions involved with it can understand. Right. So. I use music all the time because from my years of experience and what I've learned from my studying of music and dealing with people in leadership, I feel like that's something that I can explain complex in a very, very simple way, right? So, for instance, if I'm starting a beat production, a beat creating, that means the music that you hear behind a song, you know, the instrumental, right? What do we need? What things do we need? Uh, How can I explain this to somebody who doesn't understand? Well, the first thing you need is a tempo right rhythm the thing that gets your fingers snapping the thing that makes you move at a certain pace or at a certain beat right you need that before you go to create anything that's going to have to do with music you have to identify that what is tempo easy way to explain it that's the speed of the song right when you go through and you start counting out beats bars choruses hooks and verses there's a reason why it's three verses and a hook and a bridge equals out to be about three minutes and 30 seconds and so forth and so on Right. It's mathematics behind it. So once you figure that out, you want to figure out from the music side. And this is just sound. We're not talking drums. What key, what note, what sound you're going to be in? They're related. So what do you want this whole composition to be on? There's different, you know, scales. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That comes from a scale, right? From C uh, major, which is in the keyboard. It comes from that. It scales. So those tones, they're called tones. Boom. You see, I'm able to just get into it. They're called tones. So those tones break down and have relations to each other in order to sound appeasing to the ear, right? So once you figure out what key, what tone, what note, what sound you're going to be in, you begin to build off of that. Now you start playing multiple tones or sounds or notes together. That's when you get into triads and fourths and, and it's the, the number of keys that you're pressing and so on and so on. But it's just like... That's just a brief example of like how I could really get it down into it and break that down to somebody who don't know nothing about music because I've, you know, the levels again, remember, understand, apply, analyze, evaluate, and able to create. All right. So I want to pause right there. All right. So for second, because I'm about to take off real quick and side note, if you want to ever engineer, or get into music making, here's something you should always remember. Control. Or Apple key and S that's gonna save it right so I had to save it talking about um the music reminded me you know as I'm experimenting with the video and the audio simultaneously save everything right always be saving ABS but anyway so I want to pause real quick on this pyramid scheme like because I kind of told y'all about the levels and I got into like Kevin Samuels who's very controversial and uh Kyrie Irving Kanye West and You know, when I talk to my friends about, I'm like, because there's levels in everything. And it's like as smart as these individuals are, they, they, they still fall short because they don't understand. It's not necessarily what you're saying, right? It's what you're saying to the audience which is the masses so i gotta do a side note on this so i always talk about this movie man yo let me give you a disclaimer real quick if you in the peanut gallery if you on one of these lower levels because i'm gonna break it down into four and give y'all tips on it everything but like as we get into the self-development and i'm laughing because these are conversations and things that i always have And hold myself accountable for it. I know if you're not a person who does that, it could be offensive, right? So I just need to let a disclaimer know, like, so feelings may get hurt when I start getting to talking about these intellectual and comprehension levels and where you may be. And I made a post online about that. And before I even get into this, I want to go back to what I said about that post. If it offends you that you may not be on the same intellectual level as someone else, like you never going to move. Right. Because you got to understand, like, like I just said, like <laughs> nobody's perfect. There's always room for improvement. And the people at those higher levels realize that they're like maybe not even at those higher levels. OK, so this is not an offensive thing. This is for people. This is these are serious conversations with ourselves to hold ourselves accountable. All right. So I always speak to this movie with Luke Wilson, uh, one of my you know favorite. I don't know. I like him, you know, because he's with the. Uh, will click and all of them but anyway it's called idiocracy i-d-o-c-r-a-c-y and it'd be little movies like this and situations like this that stick out to me in my life and in a humble way that's how i'll be knowing like i'm not maybe on the same level as a majority but long story short in the movie they talk about how like i mean <laughs> basically the stupid outbreed the smart i don't know how else to say it right if you want to get offensive by that the the less intelligent end up because they're less intelligent outbreeding the smart ones who are like focus on college and anything i'm not gonna get into it go check the movie out right so boom let me piggyback on just that idea that there's probably more people on And it's not a bad thing, but just like on lower or sheep or follower levels than the people on the higher levels. That's how it works. Like, if you believe that a majority of people will tell you that they believe that a majority of the income and power and wealth belongs to a very small percentage. So, just based off of that logic alone, is it unreasonable to believe that that percentage or the smaller percentage who has the more power, whatnot, is in a higher, different intellectual pyramid category? Anyway, about. It's probably, dad. I'm about to show my age. It's probably been like 15 years minimum now, if not 20. (laughs) And there was this interview with Bill O'Reilly, Dame Dash, Cameron, and some principal from a high school who was trying to tell these folks that, now this is on Fox, right? You can go YouTube this. And it's funny because I can, you can bounce levels. We're going to get into this, but it's not, but you could go Google it and, dame and cameron are intelligent but they end up getting on there just clowning right and i was young when i first saw this and the principals pretty much say it like yo your 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 lyrics are affecting the kids at my school and cameron's argument was like well it ain't my responsibility it's the parents responsibility and the principal was like, well, what if they don't have parents? And Cameron was like, well, who's taking them to school? If they going to school, they got parents. And he's just pretty much brushing it off, right? So he's being, you know, New Yorkish, talking trash, like, yo, you mad, cutting off Bill O'Reilly and everything and deflecting, deflecting, picking at the principal. It, and even now, as I'm telling it, it's funny, right? But it's it's ignorant funny. And that's the thing in a lot of these situations, or if you're a person who's accountable or emotionally disciplined, you're gonna realize when you're doing something that ain't right. But it's ignorant funny, right? Because at the very end of that interview, that black dude, after I had laughed through all of that, he looked in the camera and he said, and this I never forget this, this stuck with me, bro. He said, Yo, gentlemen, um, to an intelligent audience, you didn't make hip hop look smart today. To a smart audience, you didn't make hip hop look smart today because Dame Dash was talking about, yo, I got all these programs for kids in the school, et cetera, et cetera. And my man at the end of it, because of the way they carried themselves and I was young and I caught it even then. He was like, you ain't make hip hop look good today. And that really stuck with me. Like, yo, he's right to the smart people or the people who we probably want to change these schools and give us more money or so forth and so on. We look like a fool. And even with that particular, like, there's memes about it. There's a gif right now of camera saying, You mad? If you ever seen that gif that says, You mad with camera, it's from that interview, right? Ignorant, right? And even now, very rarely. A matter of fact, anybody I've watched that with previously, I've never heard nobody like mention that. I was the only person, like, and of course, I've changed my environment and so forth and so on, but like around that time, I remember it was really. Like, kind of key to me that, like, yeah, it was funny in an ignorant way. But, side note on that, because there's a whole bunch of stuff that I just see that just be like affecting me and sticking out to me, and it be harsh. I seen something a couple of years ago that said, Black folks don't know how to take stuff serious. And it was a Black person post, and it was funny. And even under the post, we cracking jokes, right? But that stuck out to me. A lot of times we don't take stuff serious. We joke too much and then want somebody to take us serious, right? But boom. Anyway, matter of fact, hold on, let me build on that. All right. Another thing that stuck out to me, because I'm always studying up on things. Somebody said, like, once you get to a certain level of money, it ain't no racism. A KKK member, if he's a millionaire and he see a chance to make more millions with this dude who's the hoodest dude ever. He's going to get that money. He's not going to say, very rarely, but I'm talking super rich. Because a couple million ain't even rich. I'm talking about the billionaires. Bro, they don't see no color. They see rich, poor bars. And that's what we don't get. But we're getting into it with the levels of thinking. But going back to this Dame Dash thing, like that really stuck out to me. So I want to relate it to today, right? And I know some people go get mad, but I don't care. See, and that's the thing, man. Logic don't really got no emotions, right? So you getting mad or your feelings hurt doesn't really mean it ain't true. So about two days ago, I hop on social media, and and and, and, and mind you, as I mature and what I do with the medicine ball thing, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like, bro, I'm starting to hate social media. <laughs> but I know I need it in order to do what I'm trying to do successfully, right? But about two days ago. I started seeing all these little cartoons pop up. Well, I ain't going to say I start seeing them. I saw one person with this anime thing, right? And a matter of fact, pause. I'm going to tell you even how my family thing. Pause. No, nah, it wasn't two days ago. Last week, y'all can go check my Instagram, medicineballls3. My brother sent me a cartoon of my dog of Mamba, right? He was like, yo, my homeboy showed me how to da 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 And it was of my dog, and I posted it. Right? Like a day, and I didn't put it together. I didn't put it all together until after I looked at it and was like, look at this. So I posted that. Now, about two days later, I seen a human do it. Just one person I know on my feed, right? And mind y'all, I'm talking about pyramid schemes and, and I'm relating it to an intellect level. So we're talking about the different levels of intellect and people, right? That's what we're relating this to. And we're talking about sheep and there being more followers. I'm just, I'm just giving y'all a life example, right? So I saw one person on my, and it always happens like this with these little trends on my timeline do it, right? By today, like forty i get on there bro it look like naruto or inu or like Crunchyroll. like it look like i'm in japan on facebook right now i, I y'all i often talk about my my dark side where i can joan and roast right so I, I try not to use it i do it in my head but it's just like the first thing that i identify and i'm I'm not even trying to like pick nobody but it's just like There's this thing of people not being happy with how they look. And this is just for real. They're not happy with themselves. Instead of doing something about it, it's easier to use an app. Because the folks that I saw, and it was primarily women, I I was (laughs) shocked. anyway, that was using it like, yo, it just don't look like you. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Y'all can put that together however y'all want to put that together, right? So, of course, now everybody's doing it. And my old me, I made a little snide. It wasn't even snide or rude, but just a remark about like, yo, it looks like Crunchyroll on my timeline. I guess I'm getting old. But follow me. Follow me now. Do y'all remember about maybe like three or four years ago? It couldn't even been that long because I remember talking about it on the podcast. They were doing this old face challenge. And everybody did the old face challenge. Only to find out that the old face challenge was hacking phones and giving up information from Russians, which we later find out by fact is feasible due to them messing with the election. But I ain't going to get all into that. But all I'm saying is to an intellectual person, it's feasible, right? You see how quickly we forget if we follow a majority. I would not be shocked if people talking about something going on on my phone and about a couple days because of this of, of this cartoon hat. It's a follower thing, man, and it goes back to that movie *Idiocracy*: the majority versus the minority. I play Halo a lot. I relate it, and in my head, you know, I'm, I'm real enough to say sometimes it is in an arrogant way, but I would never display it personally. That's stuff that I'm working on internally, but I feel in my head like it's like Halo sometimes. If you're familiar with that game, it's like one Spartan and a million enemies. It's more than one Spartan, but you get my drift. Right? So let's fast forward all of this to my job. <laughs> I want y'all to follow me because I'm going somewhere with this. And am it's probably like this with all management jobs, but I think like virtually people get more emboldened. Um, So at my job, they have attendance points. Right, And mind you, I deal with a wide variety of personalities. And some of the people that my initial interaction with them, like from my side, trying to be a reasonable person, it was just out of control, rude, disrespectful. And plus, I can go ahead and speak on it because my boss told me. She would get, she'd get me to trouble people. So after you don't cuss out one of your bosses or chumped out the trainer or something like that and you cussing people out, you, you probably going to end up on my team. And my boss, you know, even though she's in a higher level with her position, mental, like, this. when we talk, come to this intellect, she's not that high because, like, I don't know if she don't think I can see it or I'm oblivious to it when she comes in there. Like, yeah, this person, you know, they just need a little bit more, like, instead of just keeping it real with me. That's another story, right? Because I know how to play the game. But there'll be a problem with something, right? So early on when uh because again virtually is different when you six one and somebody's five three and they live a couple of states over and all they doing is typing, they're gonna pop off they're gonna feel real emboldened to do and say certain things that they pro- they just not gonna say to my face and i'm not saying that as if i'm a tough guy but it's just like bro when you look at somebody and really like you see what i'm saying but anyway Early on through my um, pre-trials, and this is why I be thankful to God for the trials ahead of the trials, I learned before I was officially in that position when I was kind of like the intern manager that like um, you can't just get mad and obliterate these people. That's related to sports. If you a coach, bro, you can't just fire everybody on a team. Furthermore, it behooves you to have the, your players be happy so they will perform well right so once i tried to be too firm and i got hr'd the deaf billy the kid you know what i'm saying and learned i realized a couple of things like what you're going to go through number one from a from a business standpoint what you're going to go through to probably terminate somebody to me and who i am was a cop out rather than giving them a chance and trying to understand them right now I will humbly say, and I ain't gonna get too deep into this because it makes me like bashful, but like my team members always say stuff, and these people have been in the workforce where they're like, yo, you really care. I really get it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. I also realized early on and took early on that like if you're a leadership position and somebody on your team don't like their job, nine times out of ten, they don't like you, right? So these are things that I just kind of went into some of these tougher situations understanding, right? So I will let you know when I started realizing that I needed to focus more on the understanding levels in order to communicate and be successful, not only as a manager, but as a coach and a leader, somebody that people come to for advice and so on. I realized very early on that. So boom. So anyway, so I'm talking about these some of these rough situations and there will be situations where we have attendance points at my work. Let me get back to that. And, you know, I'm just going to throw out some arbitrary numbers. Let's like say you got to get to 10 attendance points to get fired. Right. And I have the power, depending on what happened to block or remove attendance points. There have been situations. Where me trying to extend the olive branch and knowing that a person isn't angry at me because they don't know me or maybe their attitude is because they got something else going on in their life or just to try to make peace, I will give people their attendance points back or cover them. And then when it undoubtedly down the line hits the fan or it's time to address the points because they've gone over, even though I've refunded a million of them, bro, they will go into HR and straight up be like, oh, he gave me back attendance points when he wasn't supposed to. Now, mind y'all, I'm tender-hearted, right? I understand that about me. I'm lion-hearted, Like, I'm ferocious, but I'm sensitive. So, the first time that joint happened, I was hurt. I was hurt. I was confused. I was angry. I was like, bro, I'm trying to help you out. I could just be smoking your boots. Now, mind you, I'm looking at my peers, a majority of them women, African-American women, and they got kids and stuff, but long story short, they ain't playing that. They just smoking folks, right? So... When my boss started like actually coming to reprimand me for that after she told me don't obliterate them work with them this is another story we're gonna get into down in this self development with her and she played herself but anyway, um, I started trying to just think about like why would people do this like I'm trying to help them I'm being da 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 and that's when I started looking more into the Bloom's taxonomy and the levels of intellect and I started realizing a couple of things the first thing was like. You can't try to understand somebody who you're not like. So for instance, if you're a punctual person and somebody's late every day, even though they're working from home and their computer's probably in their bedroom to where they got to literally sit up and press control, alt, delete. If that's not the person you are, there's nothing you can do to try to understand that behavior. It's not going to make sense to you. Furthermore, if you try to make sense out of it or try to get that person to where you are and why it doesn't make sense. They're not going to get it. Y'all going to have a turbulent relationship and you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get frustrated. Right. So I think it's important here that I take a pause so I can speak <clears throat> to another thing when it comes to these levels. Right. In sports, there is a, a phrase or a term or whatever you want to call it. That's playing to your competition. Now, And it's really playing down to your competition and that's in these situations where you might see an undefeated team right an undefeated team if y'all could hear mamba uh, snoring i apologize an undefeated team may play against a team who hasn't won one game and the players the personnel the statistics will tell you that that should be a clear blowout it happens all the time with college like I'll give you an example, college football rivalry games is when you almost often see this happen and that undefeated team will either have a hard time with that team who hasn't won a game or they'll actually lose to the team that hasn't won a game and the reason why is because they're playing down to their competition. Now this is a form of mental laziness and not another term that comes from sports, keep your foot on their neck, don't let up. That's where that comes from. We don't care that these folks ain't won a game and we got all five-star recruits. You go out there, run through the drill, keep your foot on the neck, right? So what happens when you play down to the level of your competition is for whatever reason, when you are mentally lazy, you may not play defense as hard. You may not rush to the rebound as hard. You may not focus on the play as hard. And you'll see little things in the statistics that will tell you this will happen. It'll be a bunch of turnovers there'll be a bunch of penalties, there'll be a bunch of missed opportunities, whether it be shots, hits, whatever, whatever, a bunch of mental, you know, mental lazy moments, and that will end up resulting in the loss, so when we come to this thing, and this is what I was just alluding to, when it's like, if you're dealing with someone, if you're punctual, and you're dealing with someone who's not punctual, You're if you start trying to get them to come you're gonna play down intellectually to their level and that's what i realized was happening to me in a lot of times when people would do things or say things or even now do things or say to to try to purposely get me upset like it would not even in retrospect some of the things didn't even make sense right what happens is is when you engage and those situations don't work out the way you think they should and you're the more intellectual or I'll say a person in that situation is you play down to your competition. And it's just like, heck, you could take some NFL players who play with pads and probably line them up against the number one flag football team in the country or the world. And I'm not going to say they're going to lose, but they're not going to blow them out because that's a different situation. You're going from a situation where you're having collisions with folks to where you can't collide with folks. Right. So that would be a situation of you stepping out of your zone or stepping out of your level to try to get someone else somewhere. And that's not efficient. And you can blow opportunities in your life. You can have situations where you lose people in your life. You have situations where you miss opportunities in your life when you're not aware of these intellectual levels, especially for people who are in leadership or trying to be a leader. And I have to imagine that this can relate also to being a, a parent. Matter of fact, it has to logically, right? If your 2 year old's throwing a tantrum, what you're going to do? Throw a tantrum with the two-year-old? You're going to lose that. You're going to look crazy. Um, the 2 year old's going to get the way. You feel what I'm saying? You don't want to play down to your level. So keeping in line with everything. I know I'll be going everywhere, but my points really, I, I try to keep them together. And at the beginning, I said, it's important to know your audience. This podcast is no different. So what I've done was instead of taking taxonomy, I went and found something Easier to kind of de- uh, describe the levels. So the first thing I did was I cut it to four levels. And what we're going to do here real quick before I wrap up is I'm going to give you the four levels that you can start to think about and focus on in ways that you can improve, right? This is all about self-provement. So the first thing I have here is a picture. And it's an overall, and I love this because it's a way to like describe how the four these four stages of thinking are in a simple way back to what i was saying on the audience right they assume if you're looking this up you might need this so it's just a cup it looks like a starbucks cup or something like that and stage one thinking is it's a cup stage two thinking is it's a good cup or a bad cup stage three thinking is it looks good but costs too much stage four thinking is it's not only for drinking that's a big jump from it's a cup to it's not only from drinking. And I think that's a beautiful illustration of like how deep it gets. One of them is just focused on this whole idea of a cup and drinking and one of them just totally away from it. So let's start at the beginning based on those four levels. The level one is the big thinker. And um, this is pretty much when you fail to think independently you start to believe, this goes back to what I was just saying about idiocracy, the anime, and all this other stuff. You start to believe what a majority or what society tells you. So I just want to start there because I'm going to come back and I'm going to give y'all all the hacks. So, level one thinking is you fail to think independently. You will start to believe everything the majority and that people in society tell you rather than think on your own that's a beginning thinker level two this is a trapped in binary opposition thinker right um without looking at the definition this is do I good bad white black a lot of people at my job be asking me questions and they be wanting what I call umbrella answers and I'm like yo why y'all be trying to buy the answers right it's like it depends on the situation and I even realized that going me being at a different intellectual level than them to understand like yo bro it's not that easy right um binary um you look just like i said duality you look at things as right or wrong black or right whatever whatever you're unable to accept the um ambiguities of everyday life you fall into trap of a confirmation bias which means that you only accept information compatible with your stance and simply from opposing ideas you set in your ways I'm going to give y'all lamest terms. You have an inability to look at things from outside of your point of view. Now, Bloom's Taxonomy got six levels. This has four. It's a lot of people in this level. A lot. There's a lot of people who bounce from this level if they're a higher level one, but this right here is a bulk And this, because, this is because of a lack of self-awareness. This is because you have a lack of empathy. But if you can't see outside of yourself and your ideas, you need to travel or something. Well, I, pause. I'm going to come back and give you all all the ways to get through these afterward. Let's continue. Let's go to level three thinking. This means that you're able to start to see things from more than one dimension, specifically, probably your dimension. So that means that you're able to judge things from more than one point of, of view, right? Um, But when we relate it to the cup, when you buy the cup, you know that cups with higher prices are more durable and cups with lower quality cost less money. So you can see the pros and cons of things and judge the validity of information and read logically. But you still have a narrow perspective per perspective than the level four thinker. Right. It's almost like this. Thinking here is too critical without the empathetic understanding aspect. That's lamest terms. So that's what happens here. Level four thinker. This means you connect the dots and think in multiple dimensions. So let me start off by saying is this dimension starts with understanding that, yo, you wrong and you probably wrong a lot. And I know with me and leadership and when I'm coaching, a lot of the times I run into problems is because I be accepting things about myself and my flaws so much easier than other people that it can appear that I'm not because I'm not dramatic with it. I analyze and and and, and 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 look at my strength and my weaknesses so often that when I make a mistake or when I do something wrong, I could be like, yo, I'm going to do better at that. And know I'm going to get better at it. And I don't got to do, oh my God, I don't have to do the dramatics. And I think a lot of time people look at the dramatics. That's what just happened with Kyrie. My man said he was sorry 25 times, but he wasn't dramatic with it. So when you start to go into this level four, now I want y'all to understand If you're in a level four, you're going to understand that you bounce between these levels. Level two is probably the lowest you're going to bounce. And if you're on a level four, you'll realize when you go to the level two and you probably hold yourself accountable. Right. So a level four thinker, people will be amazed by your strong intuition when making decisions. Deep down, though, you know that mature critical thinking ability enables you to connect things, the seemingly irrelevant dots. And so you can see things from a much wider perspective than others. While you're used to thinking outside the box, even when you encounter an unfamiliar problem, you can instantly identify the root of the problem. How often y'all hear me say root cause, even the people in my life. And come up with the most effective solution. That's a level four thinker. So I'm not going to overwhelm y'all. I'm going to go right back through them. And I'm going to give y'all ways to get there. And I'm going to challenge you to do that as part of your self-development. Be honest with yourself. You in the peanut gallery? You a level one thinker? Level two? Where you at? So level one thinker. Let's start there. All right. So level one thinker. That's a beginning thinker, right? And that's a person who believes what others or a majority kind of tells you. You're susceptible to, you know... Following the crowd. So in order to change this mindset, you have to start to solve your own problems. You have to stop relying on what society and a majority tells you and challenge it. Start to solve your own problems. Take responsibility for, your, for, for the things that you've gotten yourself into and at least attempt to get yourself out. Most often people quit or don't even attempt because it's the easiest thing to do. All right so being that that's level one the the resolution is pretty straightforward level two this is the binary thinker this is the duality thinker black right uh black white wrong this that the people who find it hard to you know the people who don't understand there's more than one way to skin a cat right um you have to recognize the the areas in your life that are not so cut and dry, right? The things where there may be some confusion in there or that you may not have all the answers for. The areas that you know that you're not 100% aware or are sure of or sure of how to solve, you have to start identifying those and build on that. The reason you have to identify those is because that's going to open you up to this idea of opposing ideas. A lot of people don't trust themselves, let alone trust someone else, even outside of the science. Some people will argue with like, like, bro, I'll give you an example, right? And I'm gonna use my mom, bless her heart. I was an insurance underwriter with a teen for a while, right? And me and my mom was having a conversation about just like driving and insurance rates. And she tried to argue me down about this. And the whole time I'm thinking in my head, like, she ain't never been an insurance underwriter. Right. So that's just giving an example of that situation, man. but you have to identify the things in your life that you're not sure about. If your finance is not right, bro, right, you got might be need to be able to identify, like, well, maybe I don't have this all the way figured out. And then build on that to being like, well, maybe I can learn something from somewhere else. Until you start to truly understand and accept that there are opposing ideas out there that go against your own bro you're gonna be stuck in this level too and the thing that traps you in there is yourself so that's a bonus point get out your own way level three being able to think from more than one dimension but you kind of take the empathy out of it um, so if I had to identify an area that I need to work on, uh, that I'm probably in, it's probably here, because like I said, sometimes I don't put empathy into all of it, right? So I often say that I'm sensitive and I know I can be sensitive, but this one is challenging because you have to challenge yourself with this, right? Furthermore, the thing that makes this difficult is the things that you're most often challenging are deeply enrooted in you such as your time management, organization, listening to people. You have to realize there's no definite answer for everything. And you this one is a little higher than level two because you have to darn near every day go about it like this. Because it's almost like you got a little knowledge, but you got to check yourself and realize, bro, because you, you see what I mean? So with this one, you have to challenge some of your deeply rooted habits and assumptions about ideas and things on a deeper level like f- fundamentally things this could be religion you know how you feel about gender it could be a, a majority of things that you probably ingrained a long time that you need to challenge right level four bars how could it level four have something to help you to to, to, to make you better it's nothing on the internet about it but i feel like it's unspoken and I heard Dave Chappelle was the first person who I heard say this, but I'm sure it came from Einstein or something. The more you know, the more you don't know. Don't be mentally lazy. Always challenge it every day. This, this requires a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of silence, a lot of journaling. You got to get this stuff about your head. And it's ongoing. It's ongoing. And you'll never just sit at level four. You'll always fluctuate because we're human. All right? This is the pyramid scheme, man. I will expound upon this more. I think I've given you all a lot of detail. I think this is a good episode. I'm filming at the same time with this. Go check my YouTube. Go check my social medias. Like, subscribe, share. About to take Mamba outside. We're going to do some reflecting. Yo, try something different. right? If you're someone who's been going through a lot of things and it doesn't seem like anything's changing, you might be stuck on level two, except that you may not know the answer and you have flaws like we all do. Because until you realize that you have areas of opportunity to improve or need work on, it's going to be hard for you to be open into hearing any feedback or any advice from anybody, whether or not they are no more than you or not, all right? Y'all stay up. Episode 505, Pyramid Scheme. Yo, I'm out next week, y'all. I got to travel. Go follow my social medias to see where I'm at. I'm going to be on Wisdom next week. I'm going to come back the week after that with the uh, interview. And uh, stay on my social medias. I'm going to be updating, y'all. We're doing some things for the kids, whether it be a toy drive, a donation, clothing drive. we doing that. Um, shout out to my man, King Quill. we doing the 12 Days of Christmas. I'll keep y'all posted on that until next week. I love y'all. Stay up. Yo, learn something every day, do something to lessen everybody suffer somebody suffering every day. Do those two things. Y'all stay up. I love y'all. Yeah, yeah.